When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. And today, it's time to make some important trades. The NFL trade deadline is today, but our trade deadline looms for another few weeks, so there's still moves to be made. We'll see what impact the NFL deadline has on some moves we'd like to make. But speaking of moves, we're going to talk about the running backs and more right here, the wide receivers as well, right here on Fantasy Pros. So make sure you're always subscribing to our YouTube channel to help us make some moves. Andrew Erickson, my good pal, and one of our uh, favorite folks here who is going to be joining us today over from the Roto Baller. He's a baller. He's a Roto superstar on the X. It's Brandon Murchison. Now, Merch, uh, you are possibly one of two things. You are either Joe Pizapia with the bald cap for Halloween today, or you are uh, even more Southern Derek Brown. I'm not sure which one, which one do you think is more appealing to be for Halloween and which one would get more candy? That's probably the bigger question. That's a great question, Joe. And I would say the one to get more candy would be more Southern Joe, uh, Derek Brown. But, more Southern Derek Brown. Yeah. Probably more polite. More yeah. polite, a little bit, you know. Yeah. But no, I think I'm going to go with a cross between the two today. I am uh, <laughs> Southern Joe Pizza Pia and Joe Bro. Joe Bro. Joe Let's bro. go Joe Bro. Today. Joe Bro. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Erickson. Uh, for those of you, obviously, uh, out there, we know that it's trick or treat for Erickson, too, because he finds out if he has jury duty later today at three o'clock. So. Hopefully you'll dodge that bullet. We'll see how that goes for you. But let's talk about some of the pieces to acquire. And don't forget, use the tools on my playbook, use the trade finder, use all of the tools available to you and the trade analyzer to make sure that you can get the best trades out there to make sure you're fortifying your roster for the stretch run into the playoffs. Download my playbook. The app is free. Go to fantasybros.com slash my playbook to do that. And of course, you can go premium and use all the better tools that have even available to you. Over a million teams have already synced. If it's not one of yours, uh, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You got to make these good decisions. Let's start here with some of the most traded running backs here. Running backs. Let's start with Javante Williams, because this is a player that a lot of people right now are trying to figure out what to do with. Uh, Javante Williams is that guy right now who's coming off uh, a good trend here in the last few weeks. Javante, arguably the best games of the season the last two weeks. So, Brandon, we'll start with you. Do you want to buy, sell, or hold Javante Williams? Uh, I am actively trying to buy Javante Williams in leagues that I'm in. Uh, I, my co-host on the podcast that I do, uh, we talked about it on Sunday morning. Uh, and he's definitely a guy that I wanted to get a hold of before this game this last week. And obviously we saw that he come in with you know, highest work workload that he's had up until any point in this season. Uh, and he performed rather well against a very strong Chiefs defense in that game. So I think it's you're starting to see Javante Williams start to get ramped up. Usage is piling up, and we're really kind of getting into this uh, nice little niche where I believe you're going to see Javante Williams really kind of lay in that RB2 area going forward through the rest of the year. So I do like Javante Williams. He's definitely a guy I want to acquire. Yeah, me too. He's a guy that I was high on going into the season, and it's been a slower ramp up than any of us wanted. 
Erickson, let's test the trade waters here with a straight up running back trade here. Uh, Aaron Jones, who certainly has a better track record than Javante Williams, but this year has been just mired in hamstring issues, it feels like, all season long. Who would you rather have rest of season on the side of a trade, Javante Williams or Aaron Jones? I mean, Javante Williams had, what, like 30 touches in the last game he played? I don't know if Aaron Jones has 30 touches all year. So for me, I'm taking the younger running back. Like, we're starting to see a trend here with a lot of these running backs who are underperforming. A lot of them are the older veteran running backs, whereas the young guys, the young bucks, are starting to get ramped up. They're much more efficient when it comes to yards per carry, yards per reception. So uh, future is now. I want the youth. I want Javante. Yeah, Brandon, do you agree with that too? That like Aaron Jones might still have that name brand value. Maybe you can pull that trade off here. Potentially. Yeah, I do agree with with Erickson there. I think I'm going to want Javante over Aaron Jones moving the rest of the year. Just primarily, like he said, you know, there's more of the youth factor involved in it, but we're seeing guys going in opposite directions. You're seeing Aaron Jones workload decrease. Aaron, AJ Dillon, you know, maintaining his role on the field. Aaron Jones being banked up where we're seeing Williams look a little bit more healthy week after week. And he's actually one of the guys that's leading the league and avoided tackles at this rate coming off of that major ACL tear last year. That's that's definitely something that's a, a good site for fantasy managers out there. And it's an for me, it's definitely a buying opportunity. I'd rather have him over Aaron Jones. And a fascinating one, too, because if you have Javante Williams on you know certain rosters, they might have been slow to the gate, and now you have him on a bye this week. So this could be an opportunity where somebody who has Javante is fighting for their fantasy life. Mm-hmm. And if you give them a piece like Aaron Jones, where they say, well, if Aaron Jones can get healthy, maybe I can go ahead and I want to sell high on Javante Williams after these last two weeks because he's burned me the first six weeks of the season. <laughs> Interesting point of view. Let's flip it around here. Let's try for a wide receiver. Tyler Lockett. Javante Williams, which side of this deal? I know a lot of this has to do with roster construction, but just in a vacuum, which side of this deal you want to be on for the rest of the season? Brandon? Again, I think I'm going to go with uh, Javante in that scenario there. Uh, just we're seeing the decimation at the running back position throughout the first seven, eight weeks of the fantasy season. Uh, so you can't have enough depth when it comes to that. But we're seeing you know the depth at the wide receiver position pretty hold, you know, hold pretty steady through the first eight weeks of the year. Uh, I think I could get a guy, you know, whether he's already on my roster or not, that would probably produce well enough week in, week out based on matchups as well as a Tyler Lockett can. You know, he's involved in a three-way log jam in Seattle as well where I can get a guy like Javante Williams that's on the ascension up. He's on my roster. I'm covered as well if there happens to be an injury to one of my top two running backs if I'm acquiring him as my third. Erickson, Lockett, or Javante? Javante for me. I mean, Lockett's efficiency numbers have dipped this year because he's an older receiver. Again, we're still, like, I don't want these old guys on my team. You know, we see the young players emerge in the second Easy, half. Easy, Erickson. You're an ageist. Season. Every time on the live stream, every Thursday, you make some old comment yet, about so old I people. I can be an ageist. <sighs> <laughs> really, really getting my patience thin. It's growing thin, thin like that bald cap on Brandon's head. All right, let's get to another here. Let's see if we can do a, a twofer here. Javante Williams for Tank Dell and James Connor. So we're talking about buying some bulk here. I know Connor, you know, not back yet, but we're talking about the future of him returning, what that looks like. And Tank Dell, somebody who's a very popular, buzzy name in the fantasy community. So Erickson, you want Javante or you want Connor and Dell? I will take Javante. Javante for you as well. Can I tempt you with a two for one? What do you think, Brandon? Which side of this deal you want to be on? I might go ahead and take that. I might take okay, that for one because the fact is you're getting a James Conner back in return. I think once he returns from injury, 
We'll see later, you know, obviously with the trade deadline, if Kyler's going to be there, maybe move on, who knows. But if Kyler's there, I think we're going to see a little bit more efficient Cardinals offense coming back. And we've seen Connor in the backfield just usage-wise is one of the more top – he's the top running back in the league as far as workload and it comes to that. And then you're also getting a sweetener in the deal with a Tank Dale. Granted, he's boomer bust week to week depending on matchups. Came, he's came back this last week, didn't perform rather well. A lot of people were in, were hoping to see a bigger game from Tank Dale in week eight. He did not really meet those expectations, but I think that's a situation – where coming down the next few weeks, heading into fantasy playoffs, he's definitely a guy that I would want to have rostered. And I'm making, in my estimation, almost an even swap with Connor and Javante Williams there, and I'm getting a sweetener on that deal. Yeah, I would probably take that. See, I think the bald cap just makes everyone smarter. Like, the ball just makes people <laughs> smarter, I feel like, at the end of the day. Uh, before we get to the next name of the next highest traded running back in fantasy, I want to remind everybody uh, about, you know, this is the time of year where we're trying to figure out who the pretenders and contenders are, and we're about halfway through the NFL season, but DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything and get $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. No, all customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. In fact, if you want to know what to bet on, go over to Betting Pros because I just did my top 10 bets of the week. And we are on fire there right now, so go subscribe to that channel. But don't forget also to get involved in all the football action on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use that promo code FANTASYPROS. New customers can bet just $5 on anything and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I don't know where James Cook is now, boys, with the um, signing of Leonard Fournette. I don't know if we should care about this, not care about this. It's a weird thing, but James Cook is one of these players, Erickson, that uh, people have been disappointed in and it seems like the buffalo bills might be feeling their pain so do you want to 
Buy, sell, or hold, Erickson, James Cook of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I'm buying because he's coming at a discount because of Fat Lenny coming in and going to take all of us. That's not going to happen. So I, your I, ageism and your fat shaming here on the same show. This is very upsetting. Right. Fat Lenny <laughs> off the couch, playoff Lenny, whatever you want to call him. Look, playoff I think Lenny's that Leonard nicer. Fournette is coming in to take Latavius Murray's job because Latavius Murray has been downright horrible. They keep putting him in the red zone. He keeps getting stuffed at the goal line. They wanted to add a compliment to James Cook this offseason. They added Damian Harris, got hurt. They added Latavius Murray. They tried to make it work. He has been horrible. So I think it's really more of they need to fill that compliment role, which they're going to do with Leonard Fournette, or at least try with Leonard Fournette. I think James Cook role doesn't get changed. Like he already wasn't seeing a lot of red zone work anyway, and he's still been a fantasy RB2 most weeks. So with this Bills defense still horrible, I think they're going to have to be in up-tempo games, which I want pieces of this offense in like a James Cook. So for me, this is the perfect opportunity to buy an explosive young running back. Again, we talked about the youth explosive young running back that I think it still have a lot of big games and you can get him now super cheap because, Oh no, Fournette's going to take his job. Uh, did you guys watch Leonard Fournette play football last year? He's not going to take James Cook's job. He'll take maybe Latavius Murray. Yeah. Maybe he does take some red zone work, but again, James Cook wasn't already seeing that work anyway. So it's kind of double counting is like a double negative against James Cook by the addition of Fournette. So I think it's a prime opportunity to buy an explosive young running back. The prosecution rests. Maybe you should go to jury duty. That's a really yeah. good. That was like Ho- hopefully straight the, uh, law the attorneys don't there. watch this video because like, oh, we, need, we need this guy. <laughs> You're out of order. This whole courtroom oh, is out of order. Uh, Murchison, let's go to you here. What do you want to do with James Cook? It's a pretty convincing argument that there's panic at the disco right now in terms of people saying Leonard Fournette <laughs> is now in there. And now you've got a situation where people say, oh, no, Leonard Fournette, but maybe you should say take advantage of that and try to go buy James Cook. Yeah, I think it's a recency bias thing. Uh, you'll see that with you could probably hone in on that panic uh, for the Leonard Fournette signing this week. Uh, but obviously, I think he's going to maintain his spot on the practice squad, I would say, this week. I don't think he will get elevated until next week's game, uh, just as he's learning the offense, kind of getting acclimated into everything. But, you know, Erickson's correct there. You know, James Cook, I don't think his role is going to change too much. You see, he's, he's top 10 at the position, uh, actually in rushing yards on the year, 486. Uh, but he's also number seven in receiving yards of 192. So mm. he's maintaining kind of that dual running back feature right now that they've been able to use. His only drawback, of course, like Erickson mentioned, is the fact that he just does not see work inside the 20s, which is a little bit disconcerting for the fantasy managers that were expecting to see that role increase this year. Uh, But now I think there might be a position where you can go to that James Cook manager this week and be, hey, Fournette's coming in. You know, he's a proven commodity. They're going to he's going to take some of that workload away and you might be able to kind of come down on that asking price for a James Cook and acquire him. All right, let's test the waters here. Uh, James Cook or Gus Edwards, who would you rather have rest of season? Which side of that trade, Merch? Oh, I'm taking James Cook all day there. Uh, I think Gus Edwards kind of a, a flash in the pan the last couple of weeks. <laughs> well, more more on that later in a second, because I know Erickson has all the feels about uh, Gus Edwards. So I'm going to save that one. James Cook or Cortland Sutton? Uh, this one hits you in the feels, Erickson, uh, as Cortland Sutton continues to catch touchdown after touchdown these last few weeks. Now, he, Sutton's on a bye, so you got to take that into account, too. The the feeling of needing to win. Cook has an interesting matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Game's got a decent total. Who would you rather have, Sutton or Cook, this week, rest of season? 
I mean, yeah, I'd rather have Cook. I mean, the fact that Sutton's on a bye week, he can't catch a touchdown this week. It's it's actually impo- unless he gets traded and ends up playing this week. That, who knows? Maybe that happens. <laughs> you stole so, that from me. I was gonna say, why well, go get dealt? <laughs> so, I mean, this is the time. <laughs> I mean, even if these guys were equal in a vacuum, which I I don't even think they really are, I would much rather prefer the running back versus the wide receiver. Running back is just harder to replace, especially with bye weeks. So it's easy, James Cook for me. All right, I'm going to try to pile up some things because you know people love to do this in fantasy leagues. Let me put up a couple things here and see if I can get up to a higher player. James Cook for Rushy Rice and Kareem Hunt. Does that get James Cook from you, Andrew Erickson? I think I actually like the two players here. Um, I think Hunt is the, I mean, Hunt is kind of like the anti James Cook where he gets all the red zone usage in in that Mm -hmm. backfield, even though they're kind of mixing in some other guys. But again, he's a little bit of an older back, so I don't love that. But then the fact that I get the youth injection with Rasheed Rice, who I absolutely adore, you know, as the pseudo wide receiver one on the Chiefs. So I think that I would take the two for one there if I can start both the guys probably in some leagues where I'm starting like multiple flex positions. Don't think that I didn't hear you kind of, you know, slide that age <laughs> quote about Kareem Hunt just right, I mean, I, I, right underneath These me. are facts. Not an old guy. Like, look, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Someday you'll be old too, Erickson. Hey, Someday. not 30 yet. Not 30 yet. Not 30 yet. Any, any minute now, I feel like, though. We're getting really close. That, Next I, I want to take May. you out for your 30th birthday. That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh. That's going to be the party. Brandon, you're invited. There Brandon, who would you rather have here? James Cook, Rushy Rice, and Kareem Hunt. What side of this deal? The Cook side or the Rice and Hunt side? I believe I would take the two players in that deal as well. Uh, much, I'm kind of bigger on Rasheed Rice myself. You know, we're seeing that that usage in that Kansas City Chiefs rotation is increasing over the last few weeks. Uh, but the Kareem Hunt aspect too, you know, like Erickson mentioned, he's getting the red zone work, so you're always going to see scoring opportunities there with Kareem Hunt. Uh, whereas if you want to play devil's advocate with James Cook, you could say Leonard Fournette coming in, He's he's been a guy that's been really involved in the passing game and could take away that, you know, the, some of the receptions that James Cook has gotten up until this point. That could be kind of an argument that you could make there. And I would probably take the two players back in that deal. All right. Let's highlight some of the guys favorite buy lows and sell highs. Uh, let's go to you first, Brandon. Give me the running back you're most interested in buying low on in week nine. Uh, as of right now, I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the stats have not been there. He's been a little bit underperforming and a little bit disappointing for fantasy managers out there. But uh, what do we look for in a running back when it comes to fantasy workload? And that's something mm-hmm. that Mixon has been really good at through this first eight weeks of the fantasy season. I and mean, we saw him get into the end zone in that bad matchup against the San Francisco 49ers this last week. And uh, as the Bengals start to round into shape, which I think that they're starting to do now with Joe Burrow really getting fully healthy, I think that's an intriguing thing for Joe Mixon going forward. If he maintains that usage, I think there's going to be more scoring opportunities abound for him. And it's definitely an opportunity for me to buy low at this point. You could sense it too. It's like, well, terrible matchup against the 49ers on paper. You know, Mixon's going to score a touchdown. Like, you just <laughs> like, you, like that is what fantasy in 2023 has been. Uh, Erickson, who's a buy low fantasy RB for you? It's Tony Pollard. The Dallas Cowboys basically had pretty much the worst run out you could ask for. We got all the usage, but like Thanos, we had to give up the one thing we wanted the most, which was actual fantasy points for Tony Pollard, which had just not been present for him. But the thing I want to point out here with Pollard is – his points per game this year through the first eight weeks is actually the exact same as it was last year through the first eight weeks. Now, how we've gotten there is very different because obviously Ezekiel Elliott was involved and Tony Pollard wasn't seeing. It's like Zeke's still there. It's like the ghost of Ezekiel Elliott is still there and somehow he can't. He's taking all the touchdowns away. They need to to bring Zeke back from the Patriots 
to then unleash Tony Pollard. <laughs> so they can have him. But I bring that up because <laughs> in the second half of last year, he finished as the RB4 overall. So we've seen this before with Tony Pollard. Now he's coming off the broken leg injury. Maybe that has to do kind of with his slower start. And the fact of the matter is like, he's just been running so bad when it comes to touchdowns. But we know Tony Pollard is a good player. We know he's an efficient player. And I want to buy, especially right now. He's hit rock bottom. They're facing the Eagles this week. Nobody wants Tony Pollard. But when you just take a step back and be like, oh, I want the run- number one running back who's basically leading the NFL in red zone touches and has two touchdowns. Like, that's not going to sustain over the rest of the season. So if you need a running back that can deliver a league-winning upside, we've seen it before with Tony Pollard, I'm buying. I'm so mad because you know me. We do the betting pro show together every week, Erickson. Uh, and I don't do a lot of parlays, but I had a parlay. I've had the tease of the Dallas Cowboys. And boy, oh boy, did they cover their points. The over on the CD Lamb receptions at five and a half. And then just Tony Pollard to score a touchdown. That was it. Just Tony Pollard. I was like, 43 points and I can't get a Tony Pollard touchdown. I just, <sighs> frustrations abound. Let's go back to you, Erickson. I teased this before. A sell-high running back, in your opinion, is who? Uh, Gus Edwards, because uh, trust the process. When a guy scores three touchdowns, you try to trade him because he's never going to score three touchdowns in the same game again. Like, we did it last week. We talked about Deontay Foreman. What did Deontay Foreman do on Sunday Night Football? Not he much. did nothing. He did nothing. <laughs> so I'm doing the exact same thing here with Gus Bus Edwards. I think this is a prime time. Again, we talked about it earlier, how he's been running hot the last couple of weeks. been a lot of good matchups for him against some favorable defenses where the Ravens have been able to play with strong leads. So, but he's still in a committee with justice Hill where in games that are more back and forth, fast paced, they prefer using justice Hill in that receiving role where Gus Edwards is really their grinder back that they like to use to close out games. So he's been running hot in terms of touchdowns. I just think right now is the perfect time to sell high on a running back that we've seen a pretty large sample size of Gus Edwards. He's never really been an RB one. Someone that's been a league winner. You know, he doesn't have a lot of pass game juice. So I would sell high on the touchdown production, especially when you look at the next two matchups, Seahawks, Browns, two tough run defenses, and not necessarily games that I expect the Ravens to run away with um, in terms of the projected spreads. Brandon Murchison, or Joe Bro, as I like to call you now, uh, <laughs> who is your top sell high running back for week nine? Uh, look, and I'm kind of taking a similar track as uh, Erickson here is my sell high is Jameer Gibbs. <gasps> oh, my goodness. We don't want to sell Jameer Gibbs. That, that He's he's the darling of the fantasy community. But let's look at it. I from thought I was the realist- darling of the fantasy community. You've shattered all you re- of my. You really are. You okay. Ju- you you got to refresh your X feed, man. You got to refresh <laughs> yeah, your feed. Probably. I should stay <laughs> off that thing. Anyway, Brandon. <laughs> So with Jameer Gibbs, obviously we've seen had the last two weeks he's been top five at the position in scoring. Obviously, no David Montgomery hasn't been there. I think this is a prime opportunity where you can use him. They're going into the bye here in week nine. If you're a Jameer Gibbs fantasy manager, more than likely you're kind of in that middle ground in the standings and you know, with uh, where you're placing in fantasy uh, leagues right now, you might be in that I need to win now mode, things like that. You can move him based on what he's doing right now. Find that owner and that manager out there that's, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be a sign of things to come with Jameer Gibbs. But we all know come week 10 when David Montgomery potentially comes back, that's Dan Campbell's guy. And he's said it over and over again. That is his guy. And he will get back into the David Montgomery role that we've seen in the weeks prior to the injury. And it's going to put Jameer Gibbs back in more to that complimentary role. And he's not going to see the usage that he's seen the last two weeks. And he's going to be a little bit dis- disappointing for the guys that are holding on to him. And I think similar to Gus Edwards, 
it's a it's a situation where you can sell high based on the production of the last two weeks. Let's remind everybody, if you need new tires for your car, Discount Tire is your go-to. They have exceptional service, and you get 30% shorter average wait time. That's huge. When you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com, they have this really cool feature, too, called Treadwell. Uh, not Laquan Treadwell, just Treadwell, which is an online tire buying guide that gives you transparency on the tire performance, as well as personalized recommendations based on your location and driving habits. Discount Tire is also the largest independent tire retailer in the country, so it has the biggest selection of tires and wheels. And here's a pro tip from the experts at Discount Tire. You can prevent wear and boost gas mileage even by keeping your tires properly inflated. Tire pressure supports the weight of your vehicle, and it's important to check that for safety. So if it's been over a month since you last checked your tire pressure, stop by one of their local stores for a free tire safety air pressure check. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Wide Receivers. All right, let's continue on here with the show and let's talk a little bit about some wide receivers that uh, could be potentially on the move in a lot of fantasy teams because the most traded wide receiver this past week was Calvin Ridley and Calvin Ridley has uh, been in a bit of an enigma, uh, certainly a tease in the beginning of the year. Things looked really good and all of a sudden things went really quiet. Uh, maybe a bounce back. We'll see. But Brandon, let's talk about Calvin Ridley. Is that a wide receiver you want to buy, sell or hold in week nine? Uh, that is definitely a guy that I'm going to sell if I can sell him. Uh, I think with him being on the list of most traded over the past week, I think that's more of name value than anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, just primarily based on the fact that Calvin Ridley, after that week one explosion since then is rather and really disappointing to that fact. He's only been one wide, he's had one wide receiver, one finish over the course of the last seven games. Uh, is currently sitting at wide receiver 58 and target share at 19.7%. It's not great. He's in that log jam with the Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver trio. Uh, remains to be seen once Zay Jones comes back, what his role is truly going to be, because we did see he performed rather well with Zay Jones in the lineup. Uh, so that's even another player to kind of take away from the pie that's in front of him right now. And I, for me, I can't, I can't buy into that at this moment. Coming off of a game, six catches for, uh, out of 10 targets for 83 yards. Erickson, he's got the bye this week, which is an interesting situation too, where a lot of teams have, you know, you know, kind of scuffling, looking for bodies, trying to stay relevant here. Is Ridley somebody you could take advantage of right now? Get on your roster. And then they've got San Fran, Tennessee, Houston, Cincinnati coming up after that. I think for me, he's still someone I'm trying to sell. I think I've talked about this in the, the fantasy football forecast that I write every single week with the Jaguars wide receivers is just sell them after they have big games. Like, because we're seeing it flip-flopping every single week where it's like, oh, Kirk has a big game and then really has a big game. Jose Jones is going to come back probably after the bye week. He'll have a couple big games. Like, the only guy that's, like, super consistent every week is Evan Ingram. He can't score touchdowns. So, Trevor Lawrence, as good as we all thought that he could be, hasn't really created this, like, offensive explosion for fantasy because the guy that's scoring all the touchdowns is my guy, Travis Etienne. So, he's the league winner of the whole Jacksonville offense, and these receivers are kind of, like, hanging out a little bit behind. So, if you can sell high off Ridley after a... Pretty strong performance, 10 targets, a lot of yards, didn't score. But I think that's what I would try to do. And same thing with Kirk. Like, Kirk would be the guy I would like to buy low on because he's coming off the worst game among the Jaguars pass catchers on the bye week. So, and again, if you acquire them when they're cheaper, sell them when they're more valuable, I think that's just really the move to make. But honestly, I don't have to have any Jaguars wide receivers rest of the season. Like, I'm cool with that. All right, let's, let's take a look into the future here. Adam Thielen's been really good this year, right? Last week, 
Still had eight catches for 72, but just uh, 11 half PPR points, no touchdown there. Adam Thielen has had trouble playing full seasons, and I know this is uh, Adam Thielen has given us more than we possibly could have imagined. Who would you rather have rest of season here, Erickson? Adam Thielen here or Calvin Ridley? This is like the ultimate buy low, sell high scenario, talking about two guys at different stages in their career, but certainly different performances that they've turned in in their report card in 2023. I mean, Adam Thielen's eating all the Halloween candy Halloween night. You feel great. And then yeah. he's also the next day, Adam Thielen, after you ate all that Halloween candy, now you don't <laughs> feel so good. So I'm moving off Adam Thielen. Like you just talked about, it's like unimaginable how great he has been. Yes. Yeah. And what does that mean? It's going to stop. It's not going to continue. Even though he came back strong after the bye week. Um, look, I, we just don't see rookie quarterbacks create situations like this that are sustainable long-term. And a lot of Thielen's production in the early part of the season was in the fourth quarter, was in garbage time. He's catching touchdowns in garbage time. Like, that's not going to continue every single week, especially if we saw the Panthers win a game. Like, the Panthers have winnable games coming up on their schedule. You called that one, too. I, I know you're not going to victory <laughs> lap it, but I'll lap it for you. You did call it. That was you. <laughs> so I am going to just bet on Trevor Lawrence in the situation and that okay. the touchdowns do go away from ETN and will go to one of the receivers. And again, you did mention Ridley does have some decent matchups coming up too. So I'll take Ridley. Uh, Murchison, you said uh, Ridley was wide receiver 54. Is that what you said? Wide receiver 58. 58. I was giving yeah. him too much credit. Yeah, uh, too much. So you want wide receiver 58, uh, Calvin Ridley rest of season, or wide receiver eight, Adam Thielen? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough call because I think you're really kind of one, you know, one in one hand, one half of the other. It's just you know, Erickson made a great point is you're kind of waiting for that cliff to come with Adam Thielen at this point in time. You feel you feel like that it's such a position where he can't sustain this type of production year long. But where we're seeing it with Calvin Ridley, it's just who knows what you're getting out of him week in a week out right now. You're banking on hoping that he's going to be a startable asset on your roster and you by name alone, you're going to put him into your starting lineup each week. And a lot of times so far we've seen so far this year, he's been an albatross and he's just not done well for you. Whereas Adam Thielen, I would probably take Adam Thielen because at this point in time, I know the production that I'm getting and when the wheels fall off, I should be prepared for it at that point in time based on my roster construction. All right. How about Joe Mixon or Calvin Ridley? Which side of that deal would you want to be on, Brandon? Because I know Mixon's one of your buy low RBs. I would take I would take Joe Mixon for sure in this this aspect. It feels like you're getting two players that are in going in opposite directions as far as opportunity share. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's kind of his workload kind of has maintained throughout the year, even though the production has not been there. Uh, we're I think we're going to start to see a little bit of crescendo with Joe Mixon's production. Uh, where that's going to increase on a weekly basis. Whereas again, like I just mentioned with Calvin Ridley, it's just week in a week out. You don't know what's going to be there. Give me the guy that I can count on week in and week out. Erickson, you co-sign on that. Yeah. Yeah. I want Joe Mixon. I want the running back over, you know, I mean, Ridley best case scenario is just going to be a wide receiver too. Like the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I see with him. And I would rather have a guy that has an RB one workload that, you know, could run hot on touchdowns. All right, let's try a multiplayer trade here. Calvin Ridley and Raheem Mostert. For Keenan Allen, what side of this deal do you want to be on, Erickson? Give me the old guy. Not Raheem Mostert. <laughs> oh, finally. I got to be, yes. be specific. Finally, here. after all of these many Cause, months. Because you're, you're giving me three act, three old guys here, actually. So I'm going to take the, the grizzled veteran. That's right. The grizzled veteran <laughs> when it comes right. to Keenan Allen. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, for you, Merch, uh, same thing. You want the best player in the deal, or do you want the bulk of Mostert and Ridley? 
Yeah, I think I'm going to co-sign on that. Uh, give me the Keenan Allen. You know, he's coming off a couple bad games, sure. Uh, but I think we're seeing a guy that could sustain production throughout the year, whereas Calvin Ridley, we've mentioned it ad nauseum at this point. And Raheem Mostert, yes, he's been a surprise so far in 2023. Uh, but we're waiting on the return of Devin Achan, and that's going to muddy the situation in that Dolphins backfield. And I think that's an excellent, excellent opportunity to use those two players to get a Keenan Allen. This is also an excellent opportunity to be outside with friends and fire pits in the fall and all that fun alliteration there. And to have a cold middle light in your hand, it's a perfect time to do all those things. And Miller Light is just 96 calories and it tastes like beer. It's perfectly brewed for everything that fall has to offer. And with a Miller Light in your hands, you know, whether it be fall, whether it be winter, it doesn't matter. It's always the right time for a Miller Light. And it tastes like Miller time right now in the NFL. You could be out there right now watching some of the games out on, uh, you know, tailgate seasons here too. It's a perfect time for Miller Light. If you're just hanging out with the kiddos in the backyard, crack open a cold Miller Light where everyone's out there hanging around. Maybe you have a couple Miller Lights and you decide, hey, I could still go out there and play football with the kids. And then you pull a hamstring and you sit back down and you have a second Miller Light because you realize exactly what's going on and that you're old, like Andrew Erickson says everyone is. Uh, but to get Miller Light delivered right to your door, visit MillerLight.com slash Fantasy Pros. That's the MillerLight.com slash Fantasy Pros. That's how you're going to get that Miller Light right to your house. Or you can pretty much get it anywhere that sells beer. But we want you to celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs for every 12 ounces. Miller time, baby. Get your Miller Light going. Especially, you know, kiddos are uh, out there trick-or-treating. Crack over a cold Miller Light and put it in a... Is it a koozie or a cozy? I don't know which koozie. one it is. It's, it's a koozie. A koozie. It sounds, yeah. it sounds good when Murchison says it. When Murch says it, it sounds good koozie. Like, it sounds it's good. If I say it, koozie, I don't know, it sounds... <laughs> sounds wrong. Not good. It sounds wrong. Yeah. He says it, it sounds charming. I say it, it sounds wrong. Let's talk about Devonta Smith, uh, a guy who had a good game last week. Finally, I know people have been trying to get out of the Devonta Smith business. Erickson... Buy, sell, or hold Devonta Smith in this scenario here because it looks like we're kind of falling into that same trap of last year where people started to get out of the business of Devonta Smith and they regretted it down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely a buy before last week, you know, before we finally had mm -hmm. like a bigger game, but still, like he's still in the shadow of A.J. Brown. Like the A.J. Brown train is not going to stop anytime soon because the dude is just an absolute monster <laughs> and he's clearly <sighs> the alpha in this offense. And the thing that I, I was warning people about Smith last year was he didn't turn to a wide receiver one until Dallas Goddard got hurt. So when you're seeing that there's three top pass catchers in this offense that are all healthy, Smith is going to be more inconsistent from a week-to-week -week basis. So for me, if he's viewed more as a player that you can sell high on off of a big game like he had, scoring a touchdown, I would sell high uh, on Devonta Smith, actually, is how I would approach it because look, the, the connection right now with Brown is it's just on fire right now between him and Jalen Hurts, and he's just unstoppable. So, and yeah. I just don't think it's going to stop. Remember when the, uh, the Titans used to have AJ Brown. He, made on their Ryan team? he literally <laughs> made Ryan Tannehill look good. Like yeah. Ryan Tannehill was yeah. breaking all these pass yeah. rates. It was like the top two pass rates, Patrick Mahomes, Ryan Tannehill. It's like, why is this like this? Because AJ freaking AJ Brown, Brown, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, Devonta Smith for you, Murchison, buy, sell, or hold. Uh, let me get into the Devontae Smith business. Uh, he's okay. definitely a guy that I would look to acquire right now. You, you know, Erickson did mention you know, last year that stretch run. The last six weeks, he was putting up wide receiver one type numbers. 
But then, of course, we're seeing right now with A.J. Brown and this monstrous streak that he's on, you have to figure that there's going to be a situation. At some point, that's going to start to fade a little bit as defensive coordinators around the league start to adjust. They get things on film. We need to double coverage over here, shade a guy over the top on A.J. Brown, do something to limit A.J. Brown. I think that's something that's going to come down the pike eventually. They're not going to immediately take away A.J. Brown whatsoever, but I think it's going to open up opportunities for more single coverage to where it's going to roll Jalen Hurts' eyes to the other side of the field, and it's going to open up those opportunities for Devontae Smith to where he can kind of level off back into that wide receiver two that a lot of us were expecting him to be this year. All right, let's put some deals on the board right now. Devonta Smith for George Pickens. Which side of that deal you want to be on, Merch? Oh, man, that's that's right in the gut. Oh, that's right. That's why I put these together. <laughs> Let me actually, I think I want to take George Pickens. I think there's okay. some upside there, uh, especially from a touchdown aspect with Deontay Johnson coming back, open coverage, a little bit more as far as shots down the field. I think there's a little bit more upside there. All right, especially Kenny Pickett, hopefully, you know. We'll see how that rib injury heals I mean, up, uh, but hopefully playing. he'll be okay. He's not playing this week. No. He's not playing this yeah, week, but we this. hope he yeah. plays again. Uh, Erickson, <laughs> Devonta Smith, or Pickens, what side for you? So it's weird. So we were disagreeing on the buying or selling Devonta Smith, but I actually like Devonta Smith more in this particular deal. Like Pickens, I okay. am concerned about because we saw his target share nuked when Deontay Johnson mm-hmm. has come back into the lineup. And I think that when we see with Devonta Smith, it's like, I think he has more upside because there is a chance that AJ Brown or Dallas Goddard does suffer an injury. And then he's a locked and loaded mm-hmm. wide receiver one. Whereas George Pickens, he was in the wide receiver one chair while Deontay Johnson was missing games. Like you could argue that he already had his peak performance. Like he was already per- performing as a wide receiver one essentially. And now Deontay's back. So I expect his production to dip as the season progresses, especially with the Steelers offense having its problems. Kenny Pickett's banged up. So I actually like a uh, Devonta Smith uh, over Pickens. What about, David Montgomery for Devonta Smith. What side, Erickson, for you on that one? I like the buying David Montgomery right now. Again, you know, okay. everyone loves Gibbs, and it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter if you love Gibbs because all I care about is how Dan Campbell feels about Gibbs and Montgomery. And everything we've seen from Dan Campbell says he loves Montgomery more than Gibbs. So I'm going to buy Montgomery. Well, I already know how Merch feels about this one. It's definitely the <laughs> Montgomery side. So I'm going to pile up <laughs> some players. Here we go again. Devonta Smith for Devon Achan, who's still on his way back and Josh Downs has been really good these last few weeks merch what side of this deal you want you want the HN Downs upside all that youth Erickson oh he's thinking about it Devonta Smith what side merch for you yeah give me all that youth with uh, the HN <laughs> and Josh Downs side there uh, okay I mean honestly let's look at it from the Josh Downs perspective too with Gardner Minshew at quarterback we've seen he he's been absolutely on fire with Minshew at quarterback He's putting up better numbers than Devontae Smith has been putting up, and I think that that's a sustainability for Josh Mm -hmm. Downs moving forward and putting into the deal Devin Achan, who when he's healthy, we've seen he's putting up RB1 numbers. Yeah, all day long I'm going to take those two players. Erickson, the last pile-up deal was all old guys. This is all young guys, so you can't shake your way out of this one. Which side (laughs) do you want to be on, Smith or the Achan downside? I mean, I'm taking the A-Chan downside. Uh, I mean, Smith okay. or A-Chan, I think, could be a league winner when he comes back. Like, I'm not a believer in Raheem Mostert. And, you know, Brandon mentioned it's like Josh Downs and Devonta Smith have been basically putting up, like, the same production. <laughs> like, they've basically been doing the same thing. So it's like, what's the difference? But all I do is get this rookie running back that is faster than anybody else on planet Earth. So I'll take uh, the A-Chan side. 
All right, let's talk about some top buy low and sell high guys. We'll start with the buy lows and the Uber Eats player. We'd give up almost, almost anything for Brandon Murchison. That player for you is Jalen Waddle. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's, with Waddle, we've seen he's been banged up uh, early on in the season. Uh, and the Miami Dolphins offense has been clicking nonetheless with him, you know, being banged up and kind of the opportunity share being a little bit on the lower side in the earlier stages of the year. Whereas here recently, the last two weeks, we've started to see him become more involved in the offense, uh, which is a good encouraging sign. Uh, for me, that's definitely a buying opportunity that I would like to be in on. We saw this last week, he gets seven receptions and a touchdown in the game against new England over a hundred yards, uh, possibly a sign of things to come. You know, we saw Waddle was definitely a guy that was putting up consistent numbers throughout most of 2022, uh, I think this is going to be a situation getting down the stretch and into the fantasy playoffs. Waddle's a guy that you're going to want on your roster with this Miami Dolphins offense. All right. So Jalen Waddle, the Uber Eats player, we give up almost, almost anything for, and you can get food from your favorite restaurants, plus groceries and other essentials delivered straight to your front door with Uber Eats this football season. Stay planted on your couch and get anything. Well, almost, almost anything you need for game day by ordering on the Uber Eats app. Uber Eats, the official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL order. Now alcohol and select markets, product availability may vary by region. See app for details. See Erickson. For his buy low wide receiver, who is it, Andrew? For me, it's DK Metcalf uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, Metcalf is like on the cusp of like this like eruption game. Like he's getting all the high value touches and targets in the Seahawks passing game. He had 14 targets last week. He only caught five for 67 yards. He also had five red zone targets, over 150 air yards. And this was the usage he was seeing before he missed the game with the, the rib injury. So maybe he's still dealing with that a little bit. You know, that's kind of limited his production. They've had a couple of tough matchups as well, but after they play the Ravens this week, it's Commanders, Rams, 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers again. Like the Seahawks are in a really good spot. They're trying to make a run. You know, they're out making trades for real life purposes to try to take down the NFC West with the 49ers kind of falling out of favor. They have two games against the 49ers. So this NFC West is going to go down to the wire. I think Metcalf's going to be a huge part of it as the alpha in this passing game. He has eight plus targets in three of his last four games. So with Lockett, you know, getting older, JSN, they're still kind of limiting his role. Like he's still not a full-time player beside the fact he's catching some touchdowns. I think the touchdowns are going to revert back to Metcalf sooner rather than later. So this is a prime time to buy um, on DK Metcalf. All right, Erickson, give me a uh, potential sell high wide receiver. Let me guess. It's going to be somebody who probably scored three touchdowns <laughs> last week. And it's probably somebody over the age of 35. You are correct. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins for the Tennessee Titans. You have DeAndre Hopkins. You were gifted the, the, the opportunity of a lifetime because of Will Levis. Take advantage of it. You need to sell DeAndre Hopkins ASAP because what they did in that game is not sustainable whatsoever. You know who punted more than the Titans last week? Jets, Giants. Those are the only teams that punted more than the Tennessee Titans did last week. So... When you look at the highlights, it's, oh, my God, this offense is so great. Like, this is going to be no, great. It's, not, it's, it's oh, my God, I no. can't believe the Atlanta secondary is so bad at leaving him open. <laughs> the one guy you can't let beat you. And I apologize, DeAndre. You're 31 years old. 
Uh, I was just being <laughs> facetious there. Uh, Erickson uh, quickly approaching 30 as well. But you're right. It, it, if you you can't just look at the stats there, you have to look at what happened in the circumstances of those touchdowns because they were absurd. Yep. Some of them. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't even command that high of a target share in the offense. Like he only had six targets. He just had to catch three, <laughs> three of touchdowns. them for touchdowns. They were all long <laughs> touchdowns. And then one of them that wasn't a long touchdown was a red zone <laughs> score that they got in the red zone because of a turnover. Like they didn't even get to the red zone because of Levis. So the fact of the matter, too, is the Titans are a team that plays much better at home. We talked about this on the betting pro show Titans. You want to ride them when they're at home, when they play on the road, they are horrible. You know what the next three games they're playing on the road fade Deandre Hopkins, trade him now. Thank you later. Okay. Merch. Who would you like to get rid of at wide receiver? <laughs> I, on the other hand, I'm going to get rid of a very youthful wide receiver. Who's uh, <laughs> coming off a very good stretch of games. And that's Jordan Addison. Uh, might be a little bit more of a controversial take, uh, but also factor in now the Kirk Cousins injury. Uh, so it might lead into a little bit tougher road to hoe when it comes to trying to trade him off right? Uh, because of that aspect. Uh, but I think there's still there's some fantasy managers out there that would see what he's done throughout the season. At this point, he's only had two games this year where he's not scored a touchdown through eight, uh, through eight weeks. So uh, you can use that to your advantage to sell to someone that's looking for some upside at the position. Keep in mind too, we're going to see what Justin Jefferson may look like coming back. Uh, will he come back on time? Will he maybe stay away? I think that's something to kind of keep in mind too. Uh, but with Justin Jefferson coming back, you obviously would figure Jordan Addison's opportunity share is going to come down. Uh, those scoring opportunities might be a little bit limited as well based on the quarterback change for the Vikings. So uh, for me, if there's an opportunity to sell him at a high point right now to someone else in your league, that is something that I would really entertain. You think they bring in a veteran, somebody else here in the next few days in Minnesota? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that that's going to be something where – I'm, they're talking about that they want to stay the course. I know Sunday night football or Monday night football, they were talking about they might stay the course with Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins. But let's be honest, that was, yeah, we're just well, saying that you, just you know, to say it. You know who the veteran's <laughs> going to be? It's going to be uh, Trey Lance. Mr. Trey Lance. Hey, oh, how many times can we trade Trey Lance in this season? That, that was I'm here for that. Let's move I'm, off of that. Talk about must see TV. I'm here for that. Let's <laughs> see that. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, Merch makes a great point, which is, of course, Addison's, Addison's value has hit a a, a rock here, uh, but it does have more value possibly than the next time we see him. So it might be impossible to move off him after this. So this is the time where you try to get what you can potentially and move on from that. Let's move on to our listener mailbag, a little three and out here, fantasybros.com slash chat free to join listener mailbag. These uh, questions straight from our Discord. First one from Will Bayless. I got offered Thielen and Javante from Mixon and DK Metcalf. All the guys we've talked about today. Should I take it? Uh, what do you think, Merch? Uh, no, I'm going to hold strong. I want to keep Mixon and DK Metcalf. Metcalf, of course, as Erickson just talked about, as far as a buying opportunity there. Uh, I think you're looking at a similar situation at running back between Mixon and Javante Williams, but you're taking a step back with Thielen in this proposal. So I would stay, stay the course with the two guys on the roster. Erickson lad 96 wants to know, would you trade Ramondre and DK for cup? What side of this deal do you want to be on? I think that I would probably prefer just getting the, the best player in the deal, which is Cooper cup, but there's mm -hmm. obviously some more ambiguity added here. There's risk because of the Stafford injury where the Rams going to be at, you know, they have their bye week coming up still. So it depends on what your roster is and how many wins you need right now. But like in a vacuum, I'm, I'm going to take Cooper Cup, especially with uh, Puka also banged up a little bit. Halloween inspired question. 
favorite costume, favorite thing you dressed up as as a kid for Halloween, or maybe as an adult too, Erickson. I don't know. Sexy nurse, one of those things, uh, one of those costumes. I love that every costume is always like sexy this now. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what that's to me. Erickson, what do you think? What was your favorite childhood or adult Halloween costume ever? I think that one year... Me and my brother, we went as Pokemon, and I was I was Pikachu, and he was some other adorable. Pokemon Can we get that, that picture I... for the podcast for the YouTube? <laughs> I want that on social yeah, media, me, please. Me and every other like you know second grader dresses Pokemon because that's all that we were obsessed with, and kids today are even obsessed with Pokemon. So I like they how are. the tradition. I still continues. don't understand it, but that's because <laughs> I'm old. Uh, merch for you. What was your favorite uh, youth or adult Halloween costume you ever had? Well, let's be honest. There's some adults that are obsessed with Pokemon too out there right now. So let's, <laughs> they are. But I'll date myself here. It is uh, my favorite costume that I had when I was younger. I dressed as the Crow. Uh, oh, that, of course when, you when did. That, when the movie come, when that movie came out, I was all about throwing on the white face paint. And also, I was Sting. If we're wanting to look at it from a wrestling kind of the point same of view costume. too, exactly. I was going to say versatile. You can wear that to two parties and just call yourself something else. <laughs> Last one, it's Halloween. Everybody talks about what's your favorite candy? What was the candy you got as a kid when someone or, or something for Halloween that you would get in your Halloween bucket or bag that you hated, that you didn't like the first thing off the island, Erickson? Come on, every kid has that. I was like, oh, what's the one one of candy? That's boring. Everybody does that. I want to go negative, Erickson. Oh, what's the thing you want to get rid of? the worst Halloween candy is dots. And it's not oh, even that's close. A bad one. I don't even know. What, I, there is nothing wow. natural about those. Like, no, any of, like I don't know so what's bad. in them. That's a bad one. They're and they so come bad. in that little really box, is. too. Uh, merch for you. How about you? Oh, is there one candy God. you just couldn't stand? Absolutely. It's Almond Joy. Can't yeah, do it. Get it out of my bag. Get it out of there. <laughs> I can't stand coconut. Get it out of my bag. I would throw it back go. to the person giving it to me. There you go. I'm, I'm so old that I remember my grandma she used to have a thing of change, and she would give, like, nickels and quarters and things out. That's old school <laughs> New York right there. That's what you get for Halloween. I don't know what you're buying for a nickel. Merch. I know you're a big wrestling guy. So am I. So we'll talk wrestling after the show's done. Uh, but look, everybody, make sure you're uh, syncing all of your teams to my playbook, fantasybros.com slash my playbook, or just download the app. Use the trade finder, use trade central, use all the trade tools, use them to make your team better to get into the playoffs and win. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Brandon and Andrew. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the fantasy pros fantasy football podcast. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 